So let's go. All right. This is Brooke. And this, this is Brooke. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do it again. Okay. One, one, two, three. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my so-called whatever. Welcome. Welcome to the regular episode. But we've got some stories to share with you. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, yes, we do. Just like the Block Party episode, but they're not new kid stories this time. I like that little jingle. (laughs) So, um, we have received some stories in our email that are not new kids stories they're like 90s stories in this particular case we are so appreciative because we have been asking for these oh my gosh for so long and And you guys got them and you guys you did pick a pics yeah so we have a couple of stories a couple of stories we have a pick a pick from our listener and then we have a pick a pick from me and nikki also and she doesn't know what the pick is yeah by the way we are we are at each other's house because last night. Or like had, our own houses. Right. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> we had our friend Erica on and we talked for quite a long time, but it was one of those episodes where I'm most definitely going to need to do a lot of editing and I'm in a time crunch. So we're just not going right. to be able to get that one out by Monday. Hopefully next Monday, but if not, be the Monday Monday following. Right. So it's Saturday night, and and Nikki is at her house, and we are doing this with Skype. But we can see each other, and that's that. So want to get into it? Let's do it. I'll read the first story. Okay. This is Jessica's Pearl Jam story. I'm very excited about this. Okay. So, Jessica's Pearl Jam story. She writes, Okay, Brooke, this one's for you. I grew up in, and I hope I say this correctly, I grew up in... Encinitas, a small beach town in San Diego. I was a major New Kids on the Block fan since I discovered them in 1989. Now, that being said, in the early 90s, I started getting more into a lot of different music. I mean, how could you not with all the awesome music coming out in the early 90s? In 1991, Pearl Jam released 10, and I was obsessed. When I got all of my new school supplies for the coming year, I immediately wrote lyrics from the album all over my new binders, book covers, etc. I have loved them ever since. It was even a bonding moment between me and my husband when we met in 2000 that we both loved them. Aww. Isn't that nice? It is nice. Now, skip to 1995. I would be graduating high school that following June in 96. So I was in my senior year and my favorite class was theater. I was a member of the theater group all through junior high and high school. So one day I was in my theater class waiting for class to start. Our teacher had told us that we would have a guest speaker that day. Something to do with acting groups in San Diego. Once we were all settled, our teacher stepped out into the circular stage in the middle of the room and said, our speaker isn't from San Diego, from a San Diego theater group. It's Eddie Vedder. I would have died. There was a complete silence as he walked out from behind the curtains and sat down on a chair at the front of the stage facing all of us. Eddie went to my high school and he told us that he loved his theater teacher, 
who he said was his mentor. So he wanted to come and talk to us as sort of a thank you. Our class was pretty small and we were all in total shock. I remember he sat down and said, it's okay. Be free with your emotions. (laughs) And we all laughed and started to relax a little bit. We had block periods in high school. So we had three two hour long classes every day. So right now we get Eddie Vedder for two hours and I was dying. What? I like I'm giddy. This is this, this is crazy. This is like your prime Eddie Vedder time. This was. We spent the next hour just asking him questions about life. Some people asked about songwriting, some people asked about touring and all the places he has been. It was amazing. I'm a little shy at first, and back then I was even worse with my shyness, so it took me a little bit to get the courage to talk to him. And when I did, my question was so stupid. (laughs) A friend of mine had told me stories about her aunt being friends with Eddie when they went to high school together. So my amazing question was if he remembered her, to which he answered, yeah, I remember her. Then everyone looked at me waiting for my next part of my question, and I said, that's all. (laughs) So Oh, Jessica, that's great. (laughs) So great. That was my Eddie Vedder moment. Aww. So after we had talked for a while, he said, can anyone run out to my car and get my guitar? My friend Morgan, who we called Big M Little Organ, jumped out of his chair and volunteered. He was gone a few minutes and came back with one of Eddie Vedder's guitars and gave it to him. Okay, I need to pause for a second. He was just like, like, hey, kid, go out to my car and get my guitar. First of all, what what did he drive for a car? Second of all, did he have his keys? Did he lock it or did he leave his car unlocked? I feel like it could go either way. And how many guitars did he have? Did he have just one? I feel like he had more than one in his car. I don't know why I'm getting that. Maybe I'm just visualizing something (laughs) that wasn't really I don't know. I feel like you would know. (laughs) This was the year that Dead Man Walking came out. So he sang us a few songs, including a couple from that soundtrack. And he told us stories about smoking pot with Susan Sarandon, which, of course, we all thought was hilarious. Once the class was over, we all got to shake his hand and say thank you. My best friend and I walked out of the class still wanting to scream, but we were asked to give him time to get off campus before we told anybody so he could escape without being bombarded by crazy high school students. It was lunchtime, so we met up with our usual lunch group and walked to the parking lot. We got in our friend's car to drive to 7-Eleven, and as soon as we got in the car, we freaked out and told our friends all about it. Still, to this day, that is one of my most special memories. For real. That's insane. That is like best case scenario. Best case scenario. Best case high school scenario. That'd be like, I don't even know. That really is. It's amazing. Like, what a, what a great guy. That's amazing. He, he seems like, he seems like a pretty stand up dude. Oh, yeah, he does. Absolutely. Now, jump forward to 2003, 2004. I was working at a skateboard distributor with one of my friends from a few years back. He was a major Pearl Jam fan and was a member of their fan club and always on their website chatting with other fans. You were a member of their fan club. We just talked about this. I was. For one whole year. We did just talk about this. One whole year for Christmas. My parents got it for me. (laughs) Somehow, the band found out that he worked at a skateboard place and got in touch with them. They were interested in having Pearl Jam skateboards made for their fan club. Emails went back and forth for a little bit, and finally the day came when Jeff Ament, the bass player, came to our warehouse. I was a receptionist, so I talked to him on the phone for a sec when he called to say he was on his way, and I greeted him when he arrived. 
I was so nervous, but I think I played it pretty cool for once in my life. He kept saying how excited he was and how this is a dream for him as he has always loved skateboarding. He got a tour of the place and talked to everyone for a bit and was on his way. Pearl Jim was playing a show in San Diego a few months later, and he got us all tickets and backstage passes for after the show. My husband and I went along with a few other people from work, and it was awesome. They played for three hours, even after the house lights had been turned on. After the show, we headed backstage. Once we were back there, we heard that Eddie had already left. I guess he wasn't feeling well. I was bummed because I wanted to talk to him about our high school meeting. We walked around for a bit, saw some of the guys from the band, and we randomly saw Hyde from that 70s show walking around, but didn't talk to him. My friend who had put the whole Pearl Jam skateboard deal together was taken to a room where the band was, and they gave him one of his one of the skateboards that all the guys had signed. Since then, Eddie has been back to my high school a few other times and has played some secret surprise shows at an old local theater and even just out on the beach. I love that he is such a fan of our little beach town and that he still wants to come back and surprise us. He also donated money to have a new theater built at the high school. I'll attach his high school yearbook photo from my school. It's so cute. I wish you could have been there, Brooke. Thank you both for your podcast. It's always a happy, fun place to go. P.S. See you on the boat. Um, and this picture is so cute. So when I opened the email and I like I read, and then when I got to the bottom and I saw the picture mm-hmm. attached to the email, mm-hmm. my literally my heart skipped a beat. It Aww. reminded me. It just remind like it brought me back to like high school. And, like, I remember having a cutout of a senior picture on my wall, along with the other 617 or whatever I had. I love Pearl Jam. I think they're great. I loved seeing them at Fenway. I'd see them again. They're just, it's awesome. I love that story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jessica, for sharing. That was an amazing story. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. When I saw that come through, I was so excited for you. You texted me. I did. (laughs) You're like, oh my god. We just got an email. You need to check it out. We got a Pearl Jam story. I kind of did the same thing with this NSYNC story. This story is not awesome, but we appreciate you sharing it. You told this story, which is awesome. But what happened to you? Not awesome. Not awesome. But it needs to be told, and so here we go. It's a little story about uh, five other guys that Brooke and I knew quite well. Not personally. (laughs) Certainly not personally. Certainly not personally, but uh, we knew him quite well. little band you may have heard of called uh, InSync. And it's from our friend Jennifer. So here we go. You ready, Brooke? Here we go. The following is a story of the most traumatic experience of my young fangirl life. In 1998. Sorry. 1998 was my senior year in high school. By now, my best friend, also Jennifer, but she went by Jen and I was Jen. One N two ends. We were fully obsessed with NSYNC and had heard that they'd be coming to the area in January 1999. But neither of us had jobs and our parents weren't buying us tickets. So on went our lives until Jen's mom must have been talking about our obsession at work because one of her co-workers told her she had a connection with Lance. This woman told mom that she was Lance's godmother. She was originally from Mississippi and had been very close to the family. She told mom that she had pictures of baby Lance and his sister. As soon as we heard the news, we were peeing our pants excited. How did we get so lucky? In the next week or so, Connie, the co-worker, Lance's godmother, called us a couple times to tell us about childhood stories. We were drinking those stories up like no one's business. 
It was around Thanksgiving and she got flowers at work from Lance saying, I miss you, Connie Con, but we'll see you soon in Sacramento. Connie told us that she would ask Lance if he could get us tickets. We were beside ourselves. Right around the beginning of December, she got a letter talking about how excited he was to see her and that, of course, she could bring us, which I would say that's red flag number one, because... I'm sure Lance would not send a written letter. I think he would send an email because we were using email at that time. Right. Or an AIM instant messenger message. R.I.P. I am Poofu. And we got confirmation that he was I am Poofu. So I got an email from Lance. I'm just going to put that out there for everybody. I wish you still had it. I do too. I do too. I, I already went back and checked and I don't. I think that I have a picture of the screen that I took with like an instant. Do you have a printout of it? I think I have a printout, but I also think I actually took a picture of my laptop screen with a disposable camera. (laughs) I was going to say it would have to be with a disposable camera. (laughs) Of course. It may or may not have had the NSYNC stuff on the top and the bottom. Do you remember that film that I had? That film? That NSYNC film? I think I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right around the beginning of December, she got a letter about how excited he was to see her and that, of course, she could bring us. He said he would have our tickets at the venue along with some backstage passes. She let us have the letter and we each took turns taking it to school. We went to different high schools and showing it off to everyone. We told everyone about how we were going to meet them. Christmas came and Connie received little gifts in the mail and some of the four by six trading card photos signed by Lance for each of us. Again, we took them to school and showed them off to everyone. The day of the concert was finally here. Connie said she had four tickets for us. Jen and I, her mom, and her mom's best friend were coming with us. The day was finally here. We both went to our first period classes just to let everyone know today was the day and we skipped the rest of the day to get there early. That's such a like cool thing to do. Yeah, it was. Oh, by the way, did you know today what's going on? Oh, I'm going to go meet Lance, Bess. That's what I would have said. Just like that. Because we're like (laughs) best friends. Just so you know. You... Oh, I told you wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. You wouldn't have sat there with the uh, tickets and fanned them out like Angela Chase. I may have fanned them out and been like, "Just got paid." (laughs) Oh wait, that would have been like future telling. Anyway, Jen's mom drove us there, and we were so excited we could barely contain ourselves. It was a tiny venue in Sacramento, California, which was about forty-five minutes from where we live. Connie was supposed to meet us there. We got there before lunch and there were already girls everywhere. Connie was supposed to meet us at one. We finally found her and she told us Lance had the tickets with him and wasn't there yet. So we ran around the back and waited for the buses to arrive. Buses showed up and all the girls screamed and chased the buses, but no one came out. It was really, really early, only maybe 2 p.m. After a while of standing around screaming at a bus, her mom made us go get lunch. Connie said she was staying there and would get with Lance. This is where things started to go downhill. When we came back and found Connie, she told us that Lance couldn't get us any tickets, but he was trying. We were crushed. We had to think of a plan and fast. Around four, the local radio station that was there announced a contest for front row seats. You had to make up a song about why you should get in and sing it on the air. They'd pick the winner. We were on it. I still can remember our terrible song that was really stupid because we only changed like five words. Seriously bad. You're all we ever wanted. You're all we ever needed. So tell me what to do now because we want backstage. Is it sad that I still change it when I sing it now? So surprise, surprise, we didn't win. At this point, we were getting desperate. Connie found us again and said Lance was still trying, but sent us out some soda and some snacks, Cokes and hot fries. 
I have no idea what happened between then and the concert starting because we were in despair. Mom was trying to explain to us that Connie had to be a fraud and was just playing super a super mean trick on us. We cried hysterically like someone had died the entire way home. I mean, could you even imagine? No, I can't. But there are people that do this. There are people that legitimately do this. Like, and I don't even understand why. No, I just, because you're going to get found out. Right. It's like to catch a predator crap. Like, <laughs> you know? This is like catfishing before catfishing. Right. Right. Like, this is crazy. And these poor girls. I mean, what? And this woman had to work with the woman. Like, right. what did she think was going to happen? I mean, she may as well have just said, um, sorry, I lied. Exactly. Like, I lied. I don't know why I lied, but I lied. Just do that, right? Just do that. Right. Anyway. We both stayed home sick from school the next day and cried pretty much the whole day. That sucks because, like, they told everybody in school. Oh, yeah. And it oh, wasn't yeah. like they went to the same high school together. They went to Where different they had high each schools. other. Right. Right. So now all these, like, I can just imagine kids, they're just like, yeah, oh, sure yeah. you did. Sure, yeah. You know, that stinks. That does stink. Jen's mom was ready to beat Connie's ass when she went back to work. Connie never admitted that she was a fake, but we started to look back at things with a different outlook. The baby pictures she showed us were all the ones that we had seen in magazines. The autographs on the pictures looked nothing like the ones we saw in magazine articles. Things in the letters that Lance would have been able to spell were spelled incorrectly. We were mad at her mom for even introducing us to Connie in the first place. There were so many things that we didn't know how we could miss. This lady wasn't even from Mississippi. She had lived in Stockton her whole life, but we were so blinded by fantasies of meeting the guys. Connie was eventually fired from her job with Jen's mom for something stupid and we moved on, but we were still traumatized. Months went by, and it was announced that NSYNC would be playing at one of those radio station concerts that had a bunch of different acts. Like Wango Tango? <laughs> I bet that's what it was, right? She's in California, right? Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, we were ready to get tickets, but before we could, a letter came to Jen's house. It was four tickets to the show with a note from Connie saying Lance was sorry for letting us down before. We were so confused. Her dad took the tickets and somehow verified that they were the real deal. They were nothing great, upper level, but we had tickets. We went to the show, which was about two hours from home with Jen's dad and another friend. Tatiana Ali is the only other act I can remember. When Instant came on and did sailing, they flew up. I held my I love Lance a lot sign. <laughs> I love Lance a lot. <laughs> sign of as high as I could and... Lance looked over, pointed, and waved because we were like at the same level he was flying. We still have no clue if this Connie lady was the fraud that we think she was or maybe did have some sort of connection, but we never did get over that. Fast forward to August 1999, the Boys of Summer Tour, Jordan Knight, Five, who we also loved, and NSYNC. See, we went and saw them, but Five was not on that lineup. Right, right. In 1999. We had our tickets and we were there, lower level, second row, but we had to let them somehow know the drama that we had been through. We got out my parents' huge 1980-something camcorder and made them a video. We talked <laughs> about the whole ordeal. We cried and displayed our addresses and phone numbers because we were sure they'd see it and want to make it right. We also sent a copy of the video to Oprah. 
Because why not? Why not, though, right? Right. At the concert, we were trying to think of how to get it to them. Before going into the venue, there was a small stage outside with some sort of entertainment, and Jen spotted Joey's brother, Steve, who, Steve. who we also met at a concert, and who was at, for some reason, and if you guys know this, because we need this question answered, we saw him in Portland, Maine, when New Kids on the Block got back together and did their re- like their reunion tour in 2008. Steve Fatone was standing outside of the buses, and he was, like, working with them. Yeah, why? And I said, Steve, Steve Fatone. What was he doing? And he turned. I remember. But then he got on the bus. And I'm like, I didn't really know what I was going to say to him, but. Because we talked to Steve at like a couple concerts. Yeah, we did. And he was super nice to us. Really nice. Oh, yeah. Wicked nice guy. Just like out and about with the people on a bicycle. Yeah. He asked us where we were from. Do you remember? Because all those girls went and crowded up around him. And so you and I were just kind of standing there. And he was like, hey, where are you guys from? I'll never forget that. Because we like played it cool. Yeah, because we were like, we were chill. And I was like, oh, we're from Maine. He's like, oh, that's a long, that's a long way away. <laughs> and then that was it. <laughs> she works for an airline. Yeah. And then we found out that Cisco wasn't coming. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cisco. All right. Um, so the boys of summer tour, Jordan Knight five, who we also loved and in sync. We had our, oh, we already talked about this. Jen spotted Joey's brother, Steve. Jen was a Joey girl and this was our chance. We went over to him and told him something about something and gave him the tape. We about peed our <laughs> pants when he took it because OMG, that means the guys would get it. We never did hear back from them. Never got a letter or a phone call. Now we look back and cannot believe we made that video. We pray that they didn't want it and are so embarrassed to think of what they must have said or how they probably laughed if they did watch the video. (laughs) So that's the story of how we were catfished by a grown ass woman when we were 17 and 18 years old. We still talk about it sometimes and get a bit teary eyed. We never did get to meet them. I did run into Joey at Disneyland about five years ago, but that's another story. I hope this all makes sense. I can't bring myself to reread it after reliving that sad time in my life. Seriously traumatized. That is, I can't even imagine. Because like, no, we would have been really excited too. Jennifer, I feel, I like, I really feel for you. Yes. Like, I'm glad you, I'm glad you made it to a show, you know, mm. I, like, that's good. But I can't believe that that woman, like, I don't, I, it doesn't make any sense. No, 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 no. I would have been heartbroken. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm sure we have listeners that would also have been heartbroken. So sad. I want to hear this story about uh, seeing Joey at Disneyland. Me too. Send that in. Send us that. Yes. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. We really appreciate it. That was a great story. It was super traumatizing, I'm sure. And I hope that you don't get like upset listening to it because that is that that does suck. Yeah, it does. Sorry. Sorry about that. But thank you for sharing it with yes, us. Yes, we appreciate it. And allowing it. us to read it and put it out there. And yes, And we know we have some NSYNC fans here. Yes. If I'm Not the One was my favorite NSYNC song. That song is so beautiful. That's a, such a good song. It is. You and I would really get into it. Like, we really got into that song. Next road I trip. I get into that song Next right road now. trip. It's on Friday. This Friday. And we're going to meet all kinds of new people. I'm so excited. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yeah. So we have um, a pick a pick. Yes. So excited, you guys. Pick a pick. So basically what pick a pick is, is you pick a pick, you pick a picture, 
and you just explain what was going on in the picture and how you felt that day and what it means to you. And it can be short, it can be long, it can be anything, but just pick a picture and send it. It can be a series of pics. Yeah, from the 80s or 90s. Right. Just the story behind the picture. So we have one here from Sarah. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. So she sent in a picture. What is her, what's on her shirt? Um, It says Gordon Gordon. And I think it was Jeff Gordon. Okay. Like NASCAR, I think. Or go- <laughs> it says like something Gordon. So I think it's like Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon was like a NASCAR guy, right? Right. Maybe. Is he still? Is he deceased? No, he's no. Oh, okay. He's alive. I just, I don't know anything about NASCAR. I'm sorry. I know that Jeff, you know what I know about Jeff Gordon? Flash Gordon? I know that Jeff Gordon was on, I think that he was like a spokesperson for Oakley. Okay. And when I worked at the Sunglass Hut, we had posters of Jeff Gordon wearing Oakley's. And it might not have been Oakley. It could have been Bole. It could have been Ray-Ban. It could have been any of the other sporting brands or brands. But we had pic- like posters of Jeff Gordon. And people used to ask me all the time. What do you do with these when you're done? Can I have these? What are you do with them when you're done? I've, I caught a girl trying to steal one. Really? Yes. She was all about Jeff Gordon. She was all about Jeff Gordon. I'm like, really? If you want it that bad, take it. Like, Did you give it to her? I probably have a stack of them. No. Oh. But like, seriously, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, he might be retired now. My dad's a big NASCAR fan. Looks like Sarah, Sarah was a big NASCAR fan. Yeah, absolutely. Or her parents were. Yeah, or that. True, true. So she wrote, here's one for you guys, and one with a pretty funny story at that. It's from my fifth birthday. I was at a science center with my family, and I saw this cool lightning thing. I, being young and slightly naive, believed that they had trapped real lightning in this machine and asked everyone how they thought the lightning felt about it. So for the rest <laughs> of my life, and to this day, my family calls me the lightning thief. She she was concerned about the lightning's feelings. Oh, That is so adorable. That is adorable. Five-year-olds are adorable. And this is a really cute picture. It really is. She's super excited <laughs> about like, that lightning. She felt so bad for it, though. How does the lightning feel being trapped in here? Oh, That's cute. That is Thank adorable. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing. I'm trying to figure out how old she might be, because this looks like this was, like, 90s. I bet she's, like, my nephew's age. That's what I think. You think? I bet she's, like, born in maybe 93. 92, 93. So that make her like 24, 25? Yeah. Cool. This is our guess. Sarah, you can just tell us if you want. Or you don't have to. I mean, it's up to you. Right. Never ask a lady's age. <laughs> but we're amongst friends. Right. That is the truth. <laughs> right. So that was awesome. Thanks, Sarah, for sharing. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Now, this is the mystery pick a pick. I'm ready. So I, Nikki doesn't know what picture I picked. No. But it's both of us. And. Okay, so here's the picture and I'm very excited. <gasps> I love this picture. I love oh this picture Oh my word, too. I love this picture. We were tourists. <laughs> we were. We were total tourists. Wow. <laughs> I even had a camera around my neck. <laughs> you you did. Oh you had a camera around goodness. your neck. I had a scrunchie on my wrist. And we were cool. <laughs> oh, we totally were. So, um, 
this picture. You'll see. Go to our website. You'll see it. It is well, Nikki, you tell. So Brooke's family, like I never went on vacations hardly when I was little. I went on like one, but Brooke's family took me on vacation with her family, and it was like a long vacation. It was. You fun. were gone for like a week. Yeah, I feel like we were gone for longer than that, but maybe not. But um, we went to New York in New Jersey, and this particular picture was when we went to Central Liberty and Ellis Island. Because I remember looking up my ancestors on the thing. I was yeah. like, no results found. <laughs> I was like, well. I just remember looking for cute boys. Because, like, let's face it, we were 15. We found a cute boy at uh, Six Flags. Yes, we did. But this this particular picture, so it was 95. Mm-hmm. It was, like, July. Mm-hmm. And we were at the Statue of Liberty. You can actually look up and you can see it behind us. Yeah, that's it's a really cool um, picture. I'm sure my mom took this picture. And my mom wanted to make sure she got that in there. And clearly, like, we were just out of the gift shop with yes. our foam Statue of Liberty crowns on. Yes. <laughs> and our gift bags, our shopping bags. Yes. That my mom, I'm sure, said, hold up your bags. <laughs> oh, yes. But this, I just, I remember this day, like, yesterday. Like, I remember being at Ellis Island and, like, walking around. They had, like, the self-guided tours Mm -hmm. and, like, kind of doing that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, I don't know, I was a 15-year-old girl. I didn't understand, like, what I was seeing. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. I didn't understand. Like, I didn't get the weight of it. Um, I do now, but. Right. I was super excited about the whole history thing because I was such a geek like that. Like, I can remember being so excited to, like, type in the computer. I think that I left that up. Like, my parents did that. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, checking out what they what they found. <laughs> but there was a bunch of us. Like, like, like extended family went. Mm-hmm. Like, my, like, my parents and my aunt and uncle and my cousins. And we had a good time. Remember my t-shirt? Remember my Horde t-shirt? Yes, I do cracker oh my god barrel of a gun a horde festival oh my gosh i haven't thought of that in a long time four three two one and i loved my shorts i loved my shorts and i was all about the polo shirts you had a polo shirt for every occasion i sure did every color under the sun yeah what did you have over your arm i don't know that's what i was trying to figure out what that was like you have a shirt tied around your waist but then you have something over your arm. Like, was it a jacket? I have no why idea. Would you have so, why would you have so many layers in July? I don't know, because you know me. I was always hot. So you probably told me, Nikki, you're not going to need that sweatshirt. I'm sure I did. But it might have been. I didn't been, have anything. might have been that time or something. Like of the month? Yeah. Because I oh. always like tied stuff around my waist during that. Right. You know, just in right. case. And I'm pretty sure Come that's what back. I was doing. Oh, my gosh. This picture. Can I just say? It looks like you and Bryn. Look at those bangs. Oh, gosh. Look at those bangs. And look at those brows. (laughs) My eyebrows are bigger than my eyes. (laughs) I'm trying to... Are my eyebrows the same? Pretty close. Pretty close. Oh, my gosh. That was so fun. That was fun. I had such a good time on that vacation. I bet I was wearing Tevas. You can't see my feet, but I bet I was wearing Tevas. 
Nope, our feet are cut out. I'm, I bet we were both wearing Tevas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would put good money on that. Yes. And uh, those, sh- I loved my shorts. They're from The Gap. I remember those shorts. I had them in like five different colors. Because you know what? When you find something that you like, why not buy it in every color? Mm-hmm. So that's a that's that's my pick a pick. I love it. I love this picture. I know. I do too. We were so happy. I love our hats. I do too. I love this picture so much. I took a lot. It's like where were the, where are those all those pictures that were in that camera? I know some of them we have because we have the M M&M and M one. Yep. I have a lot from the um the animal safari thing that we went on. Do you really? Yes. I don't have any from that. Because that was the first time I ever saw animals like that. Like I'd never really? I'd yes. Like I was well, yeah. I was just beside myself. Like I'm like, there's a giraffe right there. And you remember how much I loved giraffes. Yep. I just remember like ostriches. I remember the monkeys. Oh, I remember those too. And they would they sat right on your dad's windshield. With the gross butt. Yeah. <laughs> monkey butts oh man that was a six flags <laughs> yep that was that i don't that part of six flags that they like the drive through safari i yeah. forget what they call it I yeah do they even still have that now i wonder i bet they don't probably not i don't know maybe they do they probably can't you think so what do they do with the animals in the winter i don't know i always wondered that yeah that was a fun trip remember when you broke into the pool brock but like but wasn't the gate open yep (laughs) eric was like so proud of me for doing that do you remember that he was Uh like you're so cool i was like i know and then remember elvis yes oh my god and i fell do you remember like i crawled over the gate and i fell yep like right on my butt oh my god and (laughs) And then I think Corey just like, or or Bo, it was probably Bo. Can I say the names? Probably. Yeah. Um, He just like opened the gate. It was Bo. Guaranteed. And I'm like, oh. And just walked in. It's open. Cool. And then like another family <laughs> walks in behind us. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Memory. That was amazing. That was, that was like 23 years ago. We look so young. I know. So full of hope. <laughs> I know. So young, full of hope and promise. I just love this picture. I was like, oh, no, no. I need to do this. Like, I need to do this. This is amazing. I love it. So we'll so to- hopefully you guys like it. Yeah. We'll have it on the website. Yeah. So send in your pick-a-picks. Yes, please do. And send in your 80s and 90s stories. We'll have – we are eventually going to have, like, an in sync. And a Backstreet Boys episode. So. Oh, we have another episode we need to do. The boy band ultimate playlist. That's right. That is right. So uh, hold on to your hats, boys and girls. Yes. That's going to be a tough one. Right. And we're actually, there's another, we're doing another playlist coming up with Decomposition podcast yes we are so oh, that's man. gonna be a fun episode 
Yeah, it is. We're gonna have we're gonna have a busy winter. It's gonna be awesome. It is gonna be awesome. It's been awesome so far. Yeah. My gosh, this winter is gonna be amazing though. Yeah. I just wanna get something else scheduled. Well, I've got I do have a Joey McIntyre tickets. Ticket. No plane tickets. Ticket. Don't know how I'm getting there yet. But uh <laughs> I don't know. I think I might, might go. Walking. I think I might go. Like I bought the ticket. You do what your heart desires. Okay, so here's here's my reasoning. Okay. It's a long way mm-hmm. from Maine to LA. And I realize that other people are doing it totally. and whatever. You know what I mean? And I'm I am a huge Joey fan, very much so. Yes. But at the same time, I do have some health stuff and I'm a little nervous about going cross country by myself, just not even to do with the health stuff, just because, I mean, that's a long flight. That is a long flight. By myself. But I said, you know what? I'm going to buy the ticket. If I get the ticket, it was meant to be. But I was really hoping that they were going to give VIP tickets. Right. And they did not. So that's okay. But I still have some time to think about it. And Christine has been awesome. And she has offered to let me stay with her, which is amazing. That's so amazing. So, and I'd be going with her and Charlene. Which is awesome. Right. So I'd like... It'd be fun. So then I think, okay, I should totally do this. You know? Yeah. But there's no pressure because I'm going to check and see if it's a possibility that if I don't go, I can just like give the ticket to somebody. Yeah, that would be very nice. But you should do what your heart desires. Do what you feel you need to do. Go with your gut on this one. Like if tickets were like 125 bucks or like 100 bucks, which they won't be. But if let's just say, but if they did, I'd be like, okay, that that makes up my mind right there. Right. Plane tickets, you mean? Yeah. All right. Well, it's been an amazing episode again. Thank you so much for all of your stories. And totally. We love it. We love it. Love it. This is love it, love a it. very exciting week for us because we'll be going to see, see Jordan Knight. Hey, Jordan Knight. What? Dancing for Hope. What's going on? What's going down? I don't know what I'm going to wear. I have no idea. I think I'm going to wear that dress. Uh, that's what you were going to wear from the beginning. Yeah. But I kind of went back and forth because, like, I want to dance. But I think if I wear that with leggings, I'll be fine. I have no idea what I'm going to do, what I'm going to wear. I have no clue. I'm totally clueless. I just don't know what I'm going to wear for, like, a sweater. i got to figure that out stat. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's close this up. Less than a week. Yeah. Sounds good. So we want to just take a second to thank all of our Patreon peeps. You know what you Hello. did. And we're going to go ahead and do that. So, Kelly, Christina. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Christina. Amy. Hey, Amy. Jill. Sup, Jill. Jessica. Jessica. Joy. Hey, Joy. Christine. Christine. Courtney. Courtney. Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Jackie. We love you, Jackie. Jerusha. Jerusha. Charlene. Amazing. Hey, Charlene. What, what? And Hallie. Hallie. Hey. Thanks. So, you are awesome. Thanks, you guys. guys. You're amazing. Thank you so much for helping us out and helping our podcast. Absolutely. We couldn't do this without you. Well, we couldn't do this without you. And we couldn't do this without all of you guys listening. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. We appreciate you. So Patreon, you can go to our website, click donate. And that will bring you to where you can sign up and and donate to our podcast. Every penny goes right back into this so we can continue to do this. That being said, if you can't do that, then that's fine. Yeah. 
This is a free podcast. It sure is. You don't have to pay anything. That's right. But another thing you can do to support us is go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and rate us and review us. And subscribe. That's like the podcast world. That is how they determine if we have a good podcast. That is that is the way. Subscriptions, rating, and reviewing. So we appreciate that. Totally. And we thank you for just listening and being part of our community. Yeah. You guys rock. You guys you're do awesome. rock. Thank you. All right. Well, happy Monday. Hope you're having a fabulous Monday. And keep sending us your stories. Totally. And we will see you on Wednesday. For the welcome to the block party. Hey. Hey, hey. All right. Hey. You get to do so it this time, Brooke. We will uh, check you later. All right. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> is that gonna is that gonna work? Yes. Okay. Until people are like, we don't like it. Right. <laughs> Tell us if you don't like it. All right. Bye bye. bye.